there, my little beach balls and banana hammocks. This is Jamie Heat Z here. One <laughs> of your fucking Scatman brothers. <laughs> yes, I am. Oh, Lord. Welcome to Castle Street Man. It's Memorial Day. Yeah, it is Memorial Day. Beach balls, banana hammocks, burgers and fries, yes, drugs. Cocaine and purple drink. Purple drink. Lean. Drunk. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's up? Well, how's your uh, your Memorial Day weekend? Well, I, Lewis, so I didn't get to introduce myself. Yeah. Welcome to Trash House Street. Welcome to Trash House Street, music, whatever. It's Memorial Day, which means you'll probably hear this around Labor Day. Uh, not much so far. Um... That 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 much fun. I don't have much of a life. Um, I'm still in wind down mode from completing class. Yeah, I I'm my second week of my online class. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you started. Be my third. Yeah, you ended and started. I got an A on my test. That's good. Yeah, kind of. I should have gotten a hundred, and I went back and changed. Like I just Mm -hmm. like overthink a question, overthunk. Mm-hmm. And I end up changing it, and I know I would have at least got one of them right if I didn't go uh, back. So you can't look back. Can't look back in anger. I was about to say you beat me to I it. I know. Um, so I took my class, yeah, by the way, and decided I was going to start watching Lost again. Yes. And I quickly discovered. Tell the general public you're rewatching Lost. You tell Facebook. Yeah, they act like you're. You're bragging about your untreated syphilis. <laughs> this is like I yeah. There's a lot of hate still out there for. I think, Lost. As I said, I, I think people are still pissed off about the finale. They need to let go. I we've talked about this plenty of times, but mm-hmm. as a whole, I think Lost is a a great series. The the finale, not so good. Yeah, I mean, even off the finale, not so good. That last season was just kind of blah, not very good. Altogether, it was good. Yeah, it's still alright. I think up until the end, I kind of think. First off, I will say season one, really solid um, so far. The first two seasons were just um, rad. The third one, not so much. It, it, number three, so they start a flounder. But that was writer's strike. That the writer's strike hurts them. Um, they were trying to figure out. When does my one how, of my favorite folks, Michelle Rodriguez? She's like <laughs> she's four. Rodriguez. She's like in four. She's a tally. Yeah, she's awesome. Just mean. I like to. I always think of the story you told me. She got busted for a DUI about, in Hawaii, yeah. and they were like, "Okay, you jail or community service?" And she's like, like "Jail." jail. <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. like, "You won me over, sweetheart." Like, yeah, whatever. I had a point there somewhere. Oh yeah, I always felt that like Lost. When Lost started, it was a Lost and Hero start at the same time. That's when fan entitlement started really as yeah, I can a see that. thing. And you just said from working at the comic store. Yeah. But more importantly, I had a herring adventure this week. Ooh, sure. What's this adventure? Is it a sexual exploration? It was an exploration of sorts. <laughs> Did it involve snow dogs? <laughs> no snow dogs or brown hands that I feel percolating in me. Bit gassy tonight, folks. Yeah, lucky me. Yeah, you are lucky. Yeah. And like I was telling Jamie, like I don't think I've ever really farted before. Yeah. And Don't I... look down, sir. Your pants are on fire. Oh, they would blow up. <laughs> From your farts. <laughs> From your farts. So I decided at some point this week that maybe I'd better print out those Iron Maiden tickets. Yeah. We got Iron Maiden in two weeks. Woo! Very excited. Woo! I looked in my inbox. I couldn't find them. Oh, Jesus. I looked in my two other emails. Couldn't find them. I was like, you know, I you did. You can go on there on Ticketmaster and stuff. Okay. Wait sorry. for it. Wait <laughs> for it. Came home because I had, I had ordered other tickets at the same time and I was like, Maybe I got, like, physical tickets for Iron Maiden. I'm sure that's what happened. 
Um, they weren't. They were my Nick Cave tickets. So I was like, oh, I can print them. I don't uh, Ticketmaster. Not there. No record. Oh, my God. I was like, maybe I got them on Live Nation. Live Nation. No record. Ticketfly? No, I'm really starting <laughs> to panic at this point. Because, um, like, oh, my God, did the transaction not go through? Did I use some email that I forgot? Blah, blah, blah. I bought these tickets off, like, Wells Fargo pre-sale. Uh, okay. So... It's not much of a story, but there was like an hour and a half where I was like having a hard day. I was on StubHub, like, maybe I could just rebuy these tickets. Yeah, rebuying these tickets cheap. I know Jake said he he slept on it. He's like, uh, he just bought tickets for something else. And he's like, uh, I'd like mm-hmm. to sit on the floor. They're, like, they're a little expensive. And he said he went back a week later and they already doubled. Like they were like the floor is like $400. That's now. what I was saying. I know yeah. that's more than doubled for what we paid. So that was it. It's cool. It had a happy ending. Yeah. Although I did not print them out yet, I did do that this yeah, week. Yeah, I got stuff to do like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like what? Um, I got to print out my hardcore tickets. Uh, Chris oh, Cornell I, died. Chris Cornell died. I got hacked. My credit card got hacked. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. That's why I haven't paid you for the Iron Maiden ah, tickets. Yeah. yeah. Chris Cornell. What do you think about that? There's, well, I guess, one of the grunge singers standing. The the top four. Mm-hmm. They said what? Kurt Cobain, Lane Stanley. Uh, Scott Whelan, and then... You're forgetting about... Uh, Chris Cornell. Uh, Eddie Vedder. Well, he's the one still standing. Oh, still standing, yes. yeah. Or, as my brother calls him, blowjob lips. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, like, kind of... See, like, you know, I nice I like, I, I, liked, I really liked um, Soundgarden back in the day. I haven't listened to him. I mm-hmm. never listened to Audio Sleeve. Like, oh, that's sad, you know? You know, it is what it is. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, and Greg Allman died today. Greg Allman died today. Which again, not a shock. Roger you know. Moore. Roger Moore died. Yeah, when a when a ninety year old man dies or whatever. Uh, eighty nine. Uh, eighty nine years young. I was just watching the man with the golden glove before, or the golden gun before yeah. he came in up here. Yeah. Well, would you say Roger Moore is he your Bond? He's or? my Bond because the first Bond movie I saw was Octopussy. Uh, first mo- Bond movie I saw was Octopussy. And Roger Moore will all forever be like my James Bond. Yeah, I tend to think of him as James Bond too. The, even the best James there. Bond, in my opinion, Daniel Craig. I think he's fantastic. I think they're the most solid movies. I think he's probably and he looks really good with the shirt off when he came out of that water in Casino Royale. I was like, no one gives a shit about that. Could Um, lick those abs. And probably runs poop on them. He, yeah, of he course. runs That's poop he on them, and he has to. I read that he has to glue on nipples yeah. because he doesn't have nipples. <laughs> oh, yes, or he does, but they're not where they should be. Oh uh, yeah, they're, they're just. I dumb. did. It's in a book I read uh, just now. Yeah. I don't know. All the James Bonds are different. I mean... I never saw a Pierce Brownson one yet. I've not seen a one. Timothy Dalton. I, I, I like Timothy Dalton. I don't think I've seen Everyone any of his. Him. He yeah. only did one, I think. Yeah, I think he did two. Did he? Which Pierce... one does Garbage do the theme song? That's The World Is Not Enough. Yeah. Which I think is a Pierce Brosnan one. I guess. But I don't know. There's a whole story. Yeah, it's James Bond. Who gives a shit. I saw a couple of them in the theaters and I don't remember. Yeah. Like aside from the that was like the big video game for a while too. In yeah. College. Yeah, you know, you know, no one cares about James Bond. <laughs> but uh, you know what people do care about? Uh, music. Uh, yeah, not our music. <laughs> I'll go with Feist first, since mm-hmm. I was talking about Pleasure, yeah. mm-hmm. which is the name of her fifth album yeah. by Leslie Feist, mm-hmm. out on Universal in April. Yeah. I talked about the single Pleasure. It's still one of my favorite songs on the album. Stripped down, haunting song that turns into kind of like a Tori Amos, PJ Harvey-esque mm-hmm. feel in the end. 
another song on it, I Wish I Didn't Miss You, is a lo like a lo-fi folky uh, song with like a, some distortion just to make it weird. Mm-hmm. Nice song. Probably my second favorite song is called is Any Party, and it's more rock. Quote, rock. Rock. Rock and roll like guitars and drums. Has a bit of country twang feel at it at times. It's one of the more upbeat and like louder, louder yeah. songs on the album because it's a very folky album. Um, towards the end, it also has a bit of a gospel feel toward, uh, at the end. Century was the other single that came out. Another lo-fi, stripped down, guitar, a little louder um, than Pleasure and some of the other folkier songs. Has that like late 90s, as I, uh, I will rehash again, PJ Harvey, Tori mm-hmm. Amos feel to it. But it's kind of just like a weird song. Yeah. It will just stop right in the middle, and then they'll, she'll start singing again, and it's just like it. I don't know. And then it slowly builds up, and she stops. And then there's um, the one guy Jarvis Cocker, Cocker, whatever. And he ends up like just talking in the middle of it, and it yeah. just doesn't fit well to me. I didn't like it. I could just do without it. Mm. So yeah, I'm not a huge fan of Century. Yeah. It's different. I'll, I'll, you know, yeah. It's cool. Baby, be simple. Folky country feel. Had acoustic guitar and her voice are pretty much the the stars of the song and the other song i like is i'm not running away it's like this sexy sultry bluesy feeling song and feist voice is obviously the star because she's an awesome voice and it's a cool different song Mm -hmm. um altogether i think it's a really good album it's very chill for the eighth time folky americana no not even no it's not americana no it's not canadian there's yes yes uh, just a lot of different things going on for a stripped down record. It's kind of hard to explain, but it's just yeah. like a lot of distortion in weird spots. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, yeah, it just seems like Feist likes what she's doing and she's going to do what she wants to do. Yeah. And like, I think that's rad. It's also really, it's not really long, but for an album to be an hour, you know, each song five minutes, mm-hmm. it just, uh, it just kind of peters out sometimes in my opinion. But um, I thought it was really good. I like it. Um, yeah. When you have an album as um, sort of, well, say so try as many new things as, as Crimson Pleasure. It does, your attention does tend to wander after a while. Crimson Pleasure? Yeah, Crimson Pleasure. Crimson Pleasure. Crimson. No one's going to understand it that. It doesn't. It's, it was a, a screen name of somebody, this uh, dude we used to work with, bang this other, uh, this... This woman. This one chick that banged like take, every other yeah. weirdo loser dude. And she used to take cocktail weenies and put her in a hoo-ha, I think was the Anyway. Story. Anyway, so Her anyway. screen name was Crimson Pleasure. Crimson. I um I did listen to Pleasure, the album. I was doing was working and then again like you know all joking aside, it's good. It's good background. When you get yeah the problem after a while you realize you've been listening to it but you haven't really been listening. Yeah, to Yeah no I, I came oh. across that like the it's, songs that are standoutish I thought were really good but sometimes it just blends. Yeah it's a case of uh, with a lot of music but not a lot of songs. But yeah I enjoyed it. So that's Feist. Yeah. What I have I have Emperor X. Yes. Emperor X had to look up his name. I thought it was David Cross no. singing did... to like... I could see that actually. I really like thought, I almost looked it up because I'm like, is this David Cross trying to sing to like this kind of like garagey... Yeah, so Emperor X, Chad Metheny, I want to look up his name. Okay. And he was a high school teacher mm-hmm. and he stopped doing that to make music. What he... did he teach, you know? I don't know what he taught, but That's he fine. was going back to school for a master's in physics. Oh, cool. So maybe he's a science teacher. This is his eighth full-length album. Mm-hmm. It's Oversleepers International, not International Oversleepers, as I keep confusing it with. <laughs> and fine. this is off uh, Tiny Engines. It came out at the beginning of May. So what is Oversleepers International? I don't know. Let, let me... It is an indie folk album, I'd say. Yes. 
in part because that's what you classify things when they don't fit other genres. Yeah. You call it folk. But in this case, it's true. Unlike a lot of like folk stuff I've listened to recently, and I think in general, stuff that is, there's a lot more energy to these. They tend to like the songs tend to move. Mm-hmm. He tends to be more energetic. The lyrics come across as almost stream of consciousness. You hear there's a lot of mountain goats. I've not really listened to mountain well, goats, but I know that, you're talking about. That, yeah. Lyrically, that's what the mountain goats remind me of. Or, or Emperor X reminds me of the mountain goats lyrically, more specifically. Mm, by the way, Flying Fish Exit 1, Bayshore Oyster Stout is delicious. Oh, what kind of, what is uh? It's is, a stout. What, do they have like flavor notes, like oysters? It doesn't taste like oysters. It says oysters on the... the I know, the, but it, it, it's brewed with oysters. It's good. Yes. It's a mountain goats. In a way, in cadence, they might be giants a little bit. Uh, you know Very, what? But enough, you know what I see? Yeah. This is going to sound awful, but there was something that annoyed me about it, and I don't know what it was. And, and I'm not a big it? that they might be giants. It was almost like trying to be too clever. It just wasn't my thing. But the, and it, I told you, you sound like David Cross, like trying to be clever. He does sound like <laughs> David Cross. Uh, see, I would not say they were too clever. I would say the lyrics are just clever enough. And that's sort of where the the differentiation is with other mm-hmm. things is. He sings these songs and they're little self-contained stories and they're very lyric dense. So if you're into the lyrics, that's what you go for. If you're not yeah. in the lyrics, you're not going to be in the music. Because okay, that's probably my problem with it. I would which, say. Which, truth be told, the music tends to sound a little too samey at times for me. I yeah, um, that, that was another thing. But not enough that I wasn't bored with it. I was actually, it. This is an album that when I listened to it, I actually found I was much more excited hmm. than when I wasn't. I was like, oh, that's right, I really do like this album. A lot of songs about violence. Mm-hmm. Come. He sings a lot about Germany and Poland for some reason. Um, the reason I later found it was because I guess he lives in Berlin currently. Oh, okay. uh, Tan Line Debris about militias. Another one, Riot for Descendant Command. Uh, it says the happiest song about a riot ever. And then the other songs, you know, tend to be love-oriented, I guess. Um, my two favorites are Wasted on the Senate Floor. And then the second Schopenhauer in Berlin and the title track Oversleepers International. Um, it's easy to identify what what song is what because he generally says the lyric of the the title of the song is generally the main lyric of the song. Overall, if you like indie folk and you like you're into you're into like lyrics, mm-hmm. this is a good one to do. If you're not into indie folk or lyrics, I don't know what to tell you. You probably shouldn't listen to it. You probably should listen. You probably yeah. should listen to it once. I don't think. I think really once, maybe twice. <laughs> it's clever. That no, it's that. It wasn't bad, it just wasn't my thing. I yeah. Told, yeah. You know, there's a the final song, Five Hour Poland 2017. 11-minute song, eight minutes of which consist of a single repeating note growing in intensity and fuzz. Yeah, that's annoying. It was annoying to me, too. <laughs> I was like, ugh. That's just pretentious. That was pretentious. I was like, you know, I felt you did a really good album, Emperor X. You had to ruin it with your, your college art projects. Yeah. The end. The what do you got end. next? Dream Car. Mm-hmm. Self-titled. Do you know who Dream Car are, Lewis? No. It's Davey Havoc from AFI. Oh, I do know Davey Havoc. And No Doubt. is It's pretty yeah. much Davey Havoc. And No Doubt. Oh. Yes. Came out May this year, Columbia. Mm-hmm. It's pretty much Davey Havoc and No Doubt doing an 80s synth pop album. Yes. I actually really enjoyed it. After I Confess is the first song, I believe. 80, you're going to hear this a lot from me. 80 synth sound. Fun poppy with kind of like gothy undertones a little mm-hmm. bit, which is 
Stevie Haddock. Yeah. Their single, Kill for Candy, I really like. It has, like, this Duran Duran flock of seagulls type feel to yeah. it. It's fun, poppy. If, if I, if someone played this for me, like, in, like, I would straight think it was, from, like, from the 80s. Mm-hmm. And Davey Havoc's voice, I think, works so well yeah. in this style. On the charts, very Davey Havoc, very 80s pop, kind of, it's a little over, a little overkill of the synth pop, in my opinion. But it's a good song. All the Dead Girls, I love. And I, yeah. sent, I just sent that to you a couple hours ago. Catchy, and almost reminds me like The Cure with Aha a little bit. Um, got the lyrics about dead girls and loving. Yeah. <laughs> loving them. And uh, yeah, it's just sets of poppy music. It's, it's a lot of fun. Ever Lonely, uh, another single. Reminds me of Echo and the Bunnymen a little bit. A little darker poppy chorus yeah. but that for some reason that popped in my head the other day i was just like okay wow this like where did that come from mm. towards the uh end of the album i think the second to last song uh do nothing catchy fun 80s it's probably the more standout-ish song of the second half of the album now I, i've really enjoyed the album i've been listening to it a lot yeah the first i think it's 12 songs all together the first six are really good and they're mm-hmm. they stand out and like i go back and forth listen to like each one after that, they kind of just start. There's nothing standoutish that you really want to listen to. It's not. It's not that it's blah. It's just nothing. I guess it's just not that catchy. Other than that, do nothing song. But altogether, I really like Dream Car. It really grew on me the album. But I liked it a lot too. I yeah, very eighty synth pop. It reminded me of. Well, it reminded me of that album, A Quintash for Giorgio, by Shooter Jennings. Which okay. is deliberately a tribute to 1980s music. <laughs> so that's why I said it might not be the best example. Yeah, and I can see that. No, it's but. very like New Order-ish. Like you can just go down the line of like, because sometimes you'll hear a little Joy Division. Mm-hmm. Just, uh, I, I thought it was a, a great attempt and it's, I think, I'm surprised you don't hear about it more. I just think it's fun. Yeah. Uh, I liked it. Yeah. And I think Davey Havoc was made to sing for an 80s synth pop band. And it's great because yeah. it's just like these gothy, weird, horror-y kind of lyrics, but mm-hmm. it's set to like bubblegum synth pop. And yeah. It was fun. Hmm. Dream car. Dream car. I dig it. Cherry Glazer. Ooh. Cherry Glazer, an album I almost did not review. I'm glad you did. It came out, I'm very glad I did. It came out like January 1st of this year. Like, I listen, so, I've watched two videos. Yeah, well, we can, ooh, oh. I hope you watch the one-day video. The guitar um, one? Yes! Oh, God! Yeah, all right, I was going to tell, all right, anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Yeah. So the album is Apocalyptic. Okay. So their second album, but say they is a bit misleading. It's, the lead singer is Kem Creevy, Clementine Creevy, who is 19, recorded this at 19. She's been recording music since she was 15. Um, so she's a veteran. She's a veteran, <laughs> but the last album... Which I cannot, did I write it down? Some um, people, like, I read comments on one of the videos, yeah. and they are complaining that, like, they sold out. Yes. It's <laughs> I was like, mm-hmm. really? Different, other than Clem, it's a completely different band. Started recording when she was 15. I actually believe, a lot of people say that shit, and it's like, oh, not really. Or how much do you produce? She's 19 now, it's her second album. Yeah. Apocalyptic. Indie rock with uh, undertones of new wave. Mm-hmm. And at times, a little punk, a little garage. God help us. We even get some doom metal in there. <laughs> uh, definitely psychedelica. All like most, if not all, the songs are autobiographical in some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. Trash people. I don't think I listen. For instance, to that one. it's about like the the crust punks. Oh really? And she claims yeah she's she's become like she's like I only bathe once a week and all this stuff <laughs> or whatever. 
Humble Pro, which is sort of about eating shit food on the road. Only Kid the Block is about imposter syndrome. No imposter syndrome is. No. You don't think you're good enough. Okay. Or that a plant monster has replaced your husband while he slept. <laughs> and Donald Sutherland is the only one who knows. <laughs> okay. And Spock's the bad guy. It's not a nerd. That's a good movie. The title track, Apocalyptic, is a doom metal instrumental. I didn't hear it. I didn't it's the last it. song of the album. Okay. Brings us to a little song called Nuclear Bomb. <laughs> which, the song is okay. The song's okay. However, the, the video, video... The video, I had to stop watching. I start to watch this. So, the video is... I just watched it this morning. Clementine and her quote-unquote boyfriend, which is a Rickenbacker guitar, in a relationship, and there is a tremendous amount of sex. Like, in the first, like, five seconds... They're in bed here. She wakes up. She starts giving the guitar a hand job. Yeah, I thought that was amazing. Um, it's sort of like the crazy on you weed joke from Harold and Kumar. Yeah, yeah. Only extended through a whole song and a lot more graphic. And it was very it, graphic. Yeah, it's very, gra- uh, yeah, very I, graphic. Very graphic. I, I uh, was watching in the morning. And, like it started getting so graphic. I just and it's it's not that it's mm-hmm. that bad. I end up turning it off because I was just like it's like. 8.30 in the morning, I've been yeah. here next to me. I'm like, I don't want to watch it. You're going to snarf beer on my... No. You snarf beer, I get to fart. I'm not going to snarf beer. You, uh, get, you farted already! Uh, I don't think that was me. Yeah, okay. The songs are clever. Which is the song with like the Target people, they were saying. like she, She's like playing in her... Um, her house or whatever, and all these like, oh, guys... Oh, just one of the guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's a like, great song. I was going around... I'm a little wolf. Yeah. She has unshaved pits in that one. Yeah, I know people are like, she didn't shave. People are freaking, who cares? Mm. I don't know why people, and they, I guess a nipple slipped out. All right, so let's let's now dial it back to discuss the story of Clementine a little more. Sure. So. Someone in your house? I hope not. Someone might be in my house. You want to pause it? Yeah, we're going to pause it. <laughs> Cha-cha-cha Take this song to my lover Shoo, shoo, little bird Go and... All right, folks. Yeah, we thought someone broke in the house. No, they didn't, though. Well, they didn't, though. But it sounded like someone was breaking I mean, it house. sounded like someone, and we had a weird incident a while ago where someone went into someone's car yeah. and ransacked it. But no, although that would have been weird because it would have been like the last... Recording of Lou and Jamie before they got murdered. Wow. Anyway, they previously... Could, they could be in the basement. <sighs> I'm going to check the basement tonight. We're going to check the basement tonight. Nah, not I turned enough. the lights out on Lou, too. Yeah, it's not funny. It's not apparent. Anyway, KEXP in Seattle, Washington. Okay. Uh, does a lot of live performances. By sheer coincidence, generally any band I like has probably done a performance there. Cool. So I watched... Cherry Glazer performed live on KXP mm-hmm. and read the comics below and went and watched, watched an earlier performance and this is what I found. Okay. So between the first album and the second album, at the very least, Clem Creevy has changed her appearance from a somewhat folky looking punk into I'm a bit of a dirty bird 
kind of girl. She's like in a, is she a crust punk looking kid? She's somewhat crust punky. She's young. You don't need a show. Well, here, well, here's the thing though. Here's the thing. All right. Reading the comments, like a lot of people suggest that maybe she's methed out. And you, you would say, you, never know. you could say, well, maybe she's just nervous. However, the other performance, which is another performance, she's not like that. So I don't know. It's maybe because she's gotten bigger and maybe she mm-hmm. has more anxiety. I don't know. It could be that or she could be Or maybe she's persona. off of dr- drugs and she's... I mean, she's... she's she's. I would guess tweaking <laughs> if I didn't know her. But I ain't going to judge. So she could be trying to reinvent herself. That's fine. There's actually not safe work pictures of her performing at, like in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. Um, and at some point she strips off Where her Where is she out of? LA, I think. Okay. Los Angeles. I figured that. Um, <laughs> I, would, I didn't think it was... Uh... I don't even know. But relating back to, again, what... <laughs> the Lansdale area. <laughs> oh, maybe. Your earlier comment and whatnot. Yeah, a lot of people are kind of pissed that, one, they changed their sound, and two, they're going to listen to me more and they've ruined them and blah, 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 blah. Fan entitlement. Yeah. I, I, I thought she was awesome. I mean, I texted you that, that night I listened to her. I was yeah. like, this is fucking rad. It was just like garagey, mm-hmm. all like a little bit of punk to it. I I, I yeah. thought it was cool, and I thought she was seemed pretty cool. Yeah, she's cool. Like I said, she's been creating for a long time. All the lyrics are clever. The music's good. It's varied enough. Um, but the previous album, there's not that much variation. Okay. So I think she definitely changed her sound somewhat, but she's sort of grown as an artist. Well, she's 19. She's gonna... Yeah, she's playing room to go. It's red. Good for them. Trey Glazer, really good. Check Possibly, them out. Uh, Meth addict. Could be. Never know. Mm. Last one for me. Then it's a short one. Beach House. I'm a big Beach House mm-hmm. fan. They just put out another single, Chariot. Off of Sub Pop. If you don't know about Beach House, Dream Pop Band out of Baltimore. This is off of their out their upcoming album that I just pre-ordered, B-Size and Rarities. They're trying to, I guess, take every nickel and dime off you. Well, that's what you gotta do. If you like Beach House, you'll like this song. It's... Has that lullaby feel, slow, very chillax, very chill. It's a classic beach house song. Like you, yeah. if, if you think a beach house in your head, you'll be like, oh, okay, yeah. This. Mm-hmm. Again, it sounds like uh, a riff from one of those old Casio keyboards, and that goes along with the, the song "Chariot." Mm-hmm. And it's like a sleepy dream pop, and it, it just explains beach house mm-hmm. perfectly. Sleepy dream pop. Yeah. And I thought it was good. I'm excited for the B-sides uh, and rarities. I mean, I liked it too. I mean, it's... You get what It's you, Beach House. Yes. I mean, it's... I don't know that I can identify a song off one album as opposed to a song on the other. I Well, I I can. Like, some, they have some more kind of upbeat. Like, I... Like, my favorite song... Probably my all-time favorite song of mm-hmm. Beach House is Myth, and that's maybe a little more up. Yeah. But it's still very, like... A lot of people are like, Beach House, mm-hmm. what, you like sleeping? Like, because... Mm-hmm. Would you buy, since you're talking B-Sides and Rarities, sorry, I get up. Anyways, Beach House Chariot. If you like Beach House, All right. you'll like it. So would you buy a a, a like a B-Sides album like that, or Rarities, or even a Best Of, if you own the majority of the music to that band? I'm a, it depend, I'm a vinyl dork. I'm buying it on, on vinyl. Mm-hmm. So if they have like a special edition or a limited yeah. run, I'll buy it. Best Of? I don't know. I'd have to be... Um, like on some type of limited vinyl, in my yeah. opinion, but that's the only way I buy. Yeah. It. I wouldn't buy it on like MP3 or mm-hmm. anything like that, but mm-hmm. unless it had some song, but you could just yeah. download that song anyway. But that's just me. All right, I was curious. Yeah, that was because I recently purchased uh, "Lovely Creatures," uh-huh. the best of Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds. 
and I bought like I got a limited edition book. See, well, that's different. Like a DVD and a CD. But I was wondering, I was like, you know, do you go? Could you get it on vinyl too? Yeah, most Wait. things you can get on vinyl these days. I know it's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, remember when it was dead? It never, never really died. died. It never yeah. really died. Now it's one of the more popular. I said, ironically enough, CDs died. I know. They're dying. I just um, put all my albums, my 12 inches, on Discogs that I, I do like batches of. All. Mm-hmm. So that was fun. That's what I spent um, most of my afternoon doing. I didn't get to the 7 inches. What are you sm- smirking for? You fart? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know, to be honest with but you. But there was stuff I forgot I had. I was like, oh shit. Hmm. This band. I'll say honestly, Discogs. Yeah. Made me laugh for some reason. Discogs? I not, yeah, I don't know why. It just Discogs me. is a great site. I bought I bought a bunch of stuff off there, and then it, it's cool because I usually remember everything I have, but mm-hmm. it's if you in a pinch and you're like, what the sh- I don't mm-hmm. know what I have, and you could go look it up right on your phone and stuff. So yeah. it's kind of cool. Hmm. I had to enter my off with their heads. Uh, all things move forward or whatever it is. I got yeah. like three. Different. Uh, they're all like hand screened and in like different uh, colors. So I bought like three uh, of the same cool. album because uh, I went to work. Are we sure to enter Power Bottom into <laughs> Power Bottom? I'm actually. Um, I got an email from them saying that the album was out, and then I had a, a email from Polly Polly Vinyl. I forget the name mm-hmm. of the company that was putting them out, saying that they refunded my money and they are no longer carrying the album. So, for anyone who doesn't know, we'll give you the update. Yes. We'll give you the story and then actually the the inspiration for this week's topic. Power Bottom. Power Bottom's like this trans, like queer core. I don't want to say like new wave type band. They reminded. I can't even remember early nineties all. Uh, yeah. I don't, so we were like Jamie reviewed the single. I even forget the name of the single. I don't even the, remember the single. I was the, like, the ooh. album's name was Pageant. I believe. yeah. We were both into it. I was like, ooh, this is good. Yeah, I was like, look, I, I was actually wait. looking forward to the album. Yeah. Then. Um, and then all hell broke loose. All hell broke loose. And I posted the story on Facebook, but apparently within a week, that their record label dropped them, and they like just got. It was. I don't know if it was a lead singer or, or, or who it was. So it's a duo, and it, this is all. Allegations on one of them. If I was a better person, I'd check. Someone came forward saying that she was getting sexually harassed, I believe. And I want to say a bunch of other women came forward. And I want to say they were lesbians. And he was kind of just like being an asshole and just just harassing and just making fun. To the point, like, these women came out and, and complained, which they should, because you shouldn't be fucking doing that shit. To the point that the record label dropped them, like, there was a lot of bad but shit. But there was worse, it was like, he might have sexually assaulted some woman. I did hear that. Had too. unprotected sex. They set up a website, but basically, yeah. Yeah, this guy, their career went away. And they kind of, like, didn't address it right away. I think they were just like, oh, well, we don't yeah. want to go, we don't want to talk to it, so we're going to do it through a third party. And I understand, like, mm-hmm. what they were trying to do, but it was just not, sounded yeah. weird. A big mess where their record, yeah, the record label dropped them. They had to cancel all their tours. Yeah. It just got ridiculous, hmm. which should be if all this yeah. stuff's true, and it kind of looks like it is now. Gone. There's no tolerance of. Yeah. That's good though. You I, know mean, what I mean, it's good. Yeah. So. So yeah, our topic this this week was general yeah. dickery, more or less. Like, but, what what would it take for you to lo- like not listen to a band you like? Mm-hmm. It could be even. You were at a, a local show when you were a kid, like at a, a YMCA, and you went up to say hi, or like, thanks, that was mm-hmm. an awesome show, and the person like was a total dick to you and kind of makes oh. funny or whatever. Is, is that a story about you? No, it really isn't, but that that happens, you know? Mm-hmm. Or it could be, hey, you read about, you know, 
that they sexually assaulted someone or they're racist mm-hmm. or they beat the shit out of somebody. Like, what what takes you to not buy their records or just be like, fuck this yeah. band, I'm done with them. Mm-hmm. So that was our topic in yeah. so many words. Yes. So I guess I should read some. Yeah. Well, I have a few first. Go ahead. Let me skip. I gotta get to it. Uh, Dave N. Uh, gave me the somewhat snarky answer when they sell out like Metallica. Not quite understanding the question. Well, because they cut their hair back in 20 years ago? I guess. I don't know. Whatever. They went on MTV. Kristen R., who I went to high school with, simply says, racism. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Kristen O., who I work with, says when they get if they get big enough to the point where they're overcharging for tickets. Just screwing over your fans. Yeah, well. screwing over your fans that way. And then... Read some of yours, because I also had one from Kyle. I had April say, um, it was an Aaron Lewis concert or something, Mm -hmm. and it was uh, a Trump rally or whatever. Oh, no, uh, Stain Stain played or whatever, and I guess they played pro-Trump. Yeah, so I think, because she told me this story when Mm -hmm. it happened, because they actually walked out. He came out and started to talk about, you know, Make America Great and Trump. And then Stain started to, like, you know, they were all basically supporting mm-hmm. Trump in his run for the pre- presidency. So they yeah. walked out and never to return and never to listen again. Joey O, I'm going to really murder this guy's name, John Gomeshi. Mm-hmm. I actually looked up the guy's Wikipedia because Joey sent me, um, well, posted mm-hmm. part of it. He posted it, yeah. Yeah, like, that was, like, weird, like, sex allegations and, like, was it, like, rough sex, like, like... I don't know how you get charged with rough sex, but it was something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. You know this guy's just a total piece of shit. Yeah. Other people... your Was it your cousin Carrie? Yeah. She was at Crocodile Rock in Allentown. Oh, yeah. That's another thing with, with like, singers. You go to a concert and people are just totally trashed that you don't understand them. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see who this was. Oh, Jack Mannequin performed live, and he was just real, real drunk. But she said Phantom Planet was there, and they were good, so she yeah. kind of made her... Made it okay. Yeah. Uh, your bro Matt said Azalea Banks. I'm trying to think what you he getting did. too political or something like that. Defended a person trying to leverage media exposure for attention. Yeah, kind of, sort of. It's a lot to. I'm glad everyone uh, responded. A lot of the posts are long, which is awesome. But yeah. it's kind of hard to uh, break it down to uh, uh, 15 seconds. Yeah. Even. Um, Lost profits said Jenkinson. Oh, raping a fucking one year old. Yeah, that's just that's right. insane, that's and I guess he's drumming for Nine Inch Nails. Oof. Yeah, and then Jenkinson said Red Hot Chili Peppers, mm. and they're just suck. Well, <laughs> they're just know. garbage. I've always heard Red Hot Chili Peppers are awful live. Right. Mark said that. Jess said that. Like everyone I know that's seen them live has said that. Said yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Awful. I've never seen them myself, or really had much of a desire. Uh, that's, so that's everybody I had on mine. We didn't have a ton of responses, but the ones were, that were there were good. Um, I felt bad because I, I, I'm old and I don't know how to use f- the Facebook sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, how about Phil and Insom- Salmo from Pantera, how he started hailing Hitler? Yeah. And, that, and that's how I was trying to like just make a point with like racism there. Apparently he got sober and he was like apologized mm-hmm. back like up and down, but still you're like, eh, that's, you still have a seed planted so, there. That... Brings us to our first point of discussion here. Yeah. Do you think... Because I can think someone else who infamously may have hailed Hitler at some point and... Prince Harry? No. And may have adopted, like, sort of a pro-fascist, 
persona for a bit. Who? I mean, beloved by all the world. David Bowie? Yes, David Bowie really? at one point, yeah. Um, he's later apologized. He says, I was doing it for shock value. Well, that's kind of like like Sid Vicious wearing the fucking um, swastika just to get... Yeah. And, and I'm not defending it, but I didn't know David Bowie did But do you think that, like, first off, if you developed a body of work, it, it protects you a lot more mm-hmm. from that. I mean, I can think of another individual. Um, you know, we all listen to our Beatles songs, but... John Lennon used to beat his first wife and walked out on his yeah, wife. Yeah, that's true. Um, he is kind of a he is a piece uh, of shit. Led Zeppelin. So they kept a girl captive and Robert Plant and maybe did some nasty things to another fan with a mud shark. Oh yeah, I was gonna say the mud the shark, shark incident. God knows what the Rolling Stones did, but that's the thing. Like I think you get to a point where oh the the prime example Michael Jackson. <laughs> so you achieve a level of fame and it kind of protects you. Yeah. Or is it just we've we've hit that point in our culture Look where Look at we Johnny Depp. I mean That's yeah. I just watched he was on Jimmy Kimmel and mm-hmm. like people were still going crazy with him. Mm-hmm. Now I was never a huge Johnny Depp fan. I yeah. liked him. I always thought he was like hot back in the day. Mm-hmm. But you know, like I know he supposedly didn't hit Amber Heard, but yeah. you don't be verbally abusive and throw shit and mm-hmm. I it just puts you in a whole different light yeah. and it's just amazing the passes that people get. Well, they really stick to him. I think it, Yeah, really. As of as of today, I believe that movie made like 200 parts of the Caribbean did something like 200 million dollars or something. Awful. Which if anything's amazing because Johnny Depp I didn't feel like was a box office draw anymore. Yeah, I know. So but weird. he still is, I guess. So, so what were your examples? Did you just get were those your examples? No, I have a few. Um, generally, if they're a generally a dicky, unlikable person, uh-huh. a hateful person, I cannot get into their music. Um, I'm thinking about the most miserable man on earth, <laughs> Morsi. Morsi. Morsi, by the way, who, you know, we had this horrible thing happen in England, mm-hmm. and Johnny Marr issued a statement that was positive. Morsi. Not so positive, and including plenty of stuff about how long are we going to let these immigrants into our country, yeah. whatever. So, I mean, a lot of people give him a He's just a piece of shit. I know you hate Morris. I hate it, yeah, and I cannot listen. I cannot. That's enough that, yeah, I just can't. You know, I like the song Panic, but I can't, can't get into it. When an artist starts talking too much about politics it's of a any off. sort, it's a turn off. Um, while they're certainly allowed to have their opinion, it just, I don't need to hear it. Younger Shirley Manson. But a lot of people, Bono would be the classic one, I think, for a lot of people. Yeah. I had, um, and Mar- I was talking to Mark about this. I don't think I've ever said it on here before. But Leftover Crack. Yes. That's a big one. Um, I was a huge Choking Victim fan. Mm-hmm. Had a huge crush on Scott Sturgeon. Yeah. And I don't, I said this is allegations, but, you know. It mm-hmm. is what it is. Apparently, he beat the shit out of Ezra's ex-girlfriend. I guess she was in Star Fucking Hipsters mm-hmm. or something. And you never hear a thing about it. Like, mm-hmm. So I heard it on... The first time I ever heard it was an uh, interview of from Anxious and Angry. He, Ryan was interviewing Ezra, and that's when I first heard about that. I'm like, why have I never heard this? I'm like, it makes mm-hmm. sense maybe why he's sober. Mm-hmm. And then he kind of like went... like Ryan will just call him out and be like, you're a piece of shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So he's like, oh, we're going to set these allegations straight. And he Instagrammed this. Yeah. And, like, called Ryan fat. And then never says anything more mm. about it. And you're like, okay, that's not cool. That's yeah. ridiculous. And Mark and I were talking about it. Mark's like, I'm never going to buy anything. I'm not going to 
I'm not gonna stop mm-hmm. listening to Choking Thing. He doesn't he's like I don't really listen to them mm-hmm. that much anyway, but I'm not gonna go to their concerts mm-hmm. or buy new albums or anything like that. Mm-hmm. And I agree. Another one for me was the Casualties. Not that I'm a huge Casualties mm-hmm. fan anymore. I was a big Casualties fan when I was a teenager. Mm-hmm. But there was a alleged sexual assault of from uh, George, the lead singer, mm-hmm. where um, they didn't address it really. They let it go for a long, long time. Mm-hmm. Well, a lot of those guys were just bombed and trashed. We're like, do they remember what they did half the time? Yeah. And then, uh, like, like Johnny Ruin and those guys would be like, oh my God, George would never do something like that. So mm-hmm. you just don't know each side of the spectrum. Yeah. It, it sucks if you're, if, if it was me, I would come out right away and be like, I didn't fucking do that yeah. shit. So, but at the same time, are you adding fuel to the fire when you say something like that? It's kind of like, it's, you can't tell anymore, especially this day. Sp- yeah. Um, but those were two for me. Here's another one for me. Thurston Moore came out with a new album. Mm-hmm. I start to listen to it. It's actually good. But I I took Kim, Kimmy, my little Kimmy G's side <laughs> in the divorce. But in all fairness, like the breakup of Thurston Moore and Kim Gordon you, yeah. was ugly yeah. and all his fault. Because <laughs> he started uh, schlooping around with a much younger woman. He's like, no, I'm not going to go into therapy and I'm not going to stop seeing her. So that's enough. That sort of colored it. Yeah, it's for like going up to... I've never really had that experience of going up to someone being an asshole. Mm-hmm. Other than in the movie world. Yeah. Where we had a customer who was a celebrity slash director slash actor. Oh, oh. Who was an absolute bag of douche. Hey, Kevin Smith? Yes. He I was, don't remember he just being kind of like a shithead. He's an asshole. Yeah. He would come in... And I've said the story a billion times, but like... It's just stuff like that. I'm sure... Mm-hmm. People have went up to a local band that thought they were like their shit didn't stink yeah. and that happened, but yeah. Mm. I'm largely indifferent to Kevin Smith. Yeah, whatever. Yes. I don't. I, whatever they get. Kevin Smith. Kevin Smith. He remember him being shorter and he wore balder. the same clothes all the time. I think he still does. Yeah, he probably does. But it is what it is. So let's see. Would you stop following a band for drug use? No, I don't give a shit. No, probably not. I listen to a lot of jerky pants. Um, sex with a farm animal. Um, which farm am- animal? Sheep. Hey, so no. wait, wait, let's make, just just say, is there an animal that'd be okay? Um, uh, a donkey? <laughs> I, I thought, yeah, yeah, donkeys. <laughs> it's true. Donkeys are the Nah, for animal. me, for me, like, I would never buy anything Pantera. At, at the time, because the whole racist, well, mm-hmm. he was being racist, they were coming out with, like, a box set or something. I'm like, oh, shit, I yeah. mean, I, like, like I liked Cowboys from Hell mm-hmm. and Vulgar Display of Power, where I'm like, eh, maybe I'll buy the box set. And that shit came out. I'm like, I don't want to give him my money. Mm-hmm. Like, at least he's apologized and got sober. Like, you know, people do shitty shit and they're, yeah. they're fucked up, but I still don't want to give him my money. Mm-hmm. Being an asshole, I still think there's seeds of racism in there. But. All right, here's one that I was surprised didn't come up. If you found out. That the lead singer, the front person, mm-hmm. was religious. That happens a lot with people not wanting... I actually just listened to a podcast about just the Christian... Like, if you even say you're Christian, people, like, poo-poo you really, really yeah. quick. The one band... I almost reviewed their album, this Sorority Noise. Mm-hmm. The lead singer came out and said, like, he's Christian, but he's not, like... It's not, like, mm-hmm. his overt personality. He's just like, oh, I believe in God, and blah, blah, blah. Or yeah. a cross and stuff. And, like, a lot of people were like, I'm not listening to this Christian yeah. rock shit. And it's but like, it's not even about that. Isn't the guy from Slaughter, like, Catholic or something like that? One of those, like... One well, of the big metal bands. Striper was... No, not even Striper. It could be Slaughter. I think it was Slaughter. Um, Norma Jean, that, that band... 
he's Christian. He comes out as Christian. I think it's an interesting subject because it's like what makes you tap out of it. All right, well, here's one, and it's not completely red dickery. Um, this perception of selling out. Uh, I, the older I get, I don't care. Mm-hmm. I think one, if you have to really compromise your artistic integrity, mm-hmm. but you need the money, you got mouths to feed, yeah. I get it. I wouldn't, but if you're just going to, if, if you're not have to compromise anything, what's it fucking matter? Mm-hmm. You have better distribution. Well, there's a weird. I, do, I, do people care anymore? Like I don't. I even think know. people do. By the when Metallica sold out. I but that's think old people, people. Who? What twenty year old would say when, when Metallica sold out? They don't. I'd know. also say it's, it's, it's like pretty us. hard anymore to sell out because the music. No one can really make money yeah. anymore. But if you back in the day, if a band sold out. As I said, it all depends. If I'm listening to a band, they end up signing to a major label and they completely change their lyrics and yeah. their sound and their style. Yeah, you might get pissed off of the band. You don't listen to them anymore. Mm. But if they're still doing what they're doing, like, what's it matter? Like, mm-hmm. why, why is it such a crime to make money yeah. sometimes? So here's one. I listen to them, older band, and I give them a pass. But I cannot fucking stand... Hearing Jello Biafra speak on anything, because <laughs> well, he doesn't come across as intelligent as he thinks he is. I haven't listened to Jello talking years. I had I had to send my bro a whole bunch of his CDs, mm-hmm. and it has like he had two of Jello's spoken word stuff. Yeah, and like oh, Jesus Christ! I just listened to an interview of uh, Henry Rollins on um, Joe Rogan. It was pretty good. Yeah, Henry Rollins is a pretty good. He's a weird movie. dude, man. Yeah, yeah, doesn't sleep much. Doesn't mm. want to have a girlfriend, or he's like, I don't have time for it. Uh, friend got murdered in their LA apartment. Yeah, crazy. Got really bad diarrhea when they Black Flag played in Russia, or Rollins Band played in Russia. That's a story he tells. <laughs> yeah, the, the selling out stuff. I mean, as I said, I'm almost I'm pushing forty. Yeah. Um, I don't think kids even think about it anymore. Mm. Um, as I said, if you compromise your style and your lyrics, or they're yeah. like, "Hey, this isn't a catchy hit. Like, you got to change mm-hmm. this." And I understand where the record company's yeah. coming from too. But if, if you don't want to do it, just don't do it, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think I got a better view of that reading that um, the Against Me, uh, Laura Jane Grace yeah, autobiography. Of, uh, yeah, Australian. which I thought was kind of interesting, mm-hmm. which I told you, I, I, really, I like the Against Me first album and everything else. Mm-hmm. I'm not really, like, it's not that, mm-hmm. not my thing. But whatever. Yeah. I did hear that new Ranza song and it was... I did. I hate... I listen to Faction, and I think I torture myself with yeah. it. Because I fucking hate the band Anti... Speaking of selling out, mm-hmm. the band Anti-Flag, okay? Yeah. From Pittsburgh, I believe. Mm-hmm. Just insane. Oh, wow, that's mm-hmm. crazy, man. Wait Did a your minute. mom name you that? Oh, I get it. Yeah. Anyway, they had a... I have their first 7-inch, I believe. Maybe their first album. I, like, just checked out of them. They were, like, talking about, like, squatters. They're like, oh, you're rich. Mm-hmm. You're gonna go, you're a squatter, but, you you know, you could just go back to your mom and dad. And then they fucking just sold out mm-hmm. and make all this money now. And they, and all they did was sing about, like, just pieces of, sh- like, just, you gotta stay true, man, and yeah. blah, blah, blah. And they're like, go oh, fuck yourself, and mm-hmm. your music sucks. And apparently they robbed King Tough back yeah. in the day in Toronto or somewhere yeah. in Canada. They just stole the, his shit and left. Oh. Yeah, I just I just don't like that yeah. band. They suck. I see. <laughs> My God, oh. I, I should yeah. received and put these fucking anti-flag CDs back. <laughs> I just hate some like a. I understand when you're 19, 20, what shit matters to you, but just don't go on a tirade and yeah. then like sell out anyway. But hmm. 
What else do you have going on this weekend? Uh, nothing. No. I'm going to see Alien. Oh, Alien was very good. I liked I'm it. I'm going to see that. Um, I didn't wait for you. I know. When I went to see it in the theater, mm-hmm. there was maybe a quarter filled. And that yeah. was Friday. It was like oh. opening night. So, yeah, speaking of fan entitlement, Alien, this fucking Alien franchise. Like, what do people fucking want? I, I want to know. Because half the people, actually, there's such mixed results, and it's not any meh. It's either people love it or people hate it. This is how I have the franchise, in movie-wise, uh-huh. excluding the Predator movies. Aliens is my number one. All right, I agree. Totally different movie than probably all of them. It comes down to it, it's a James Cameron movie, mm-hmm. Space Marines. Yeah. Uh, probably humans are worse than mm-hmm. the aliens when it comes down to it. And then I have Alien. I agree. And then I have Prometheus. I think I agree. And then I have Covenant, the new one. Didn't see it yet. And then I would say Alien 3, and then Alien 4. That's how it goes in my list. JD like had a list the other day. And we had a couple switched around. but Alien 3 I have not seen in such a long time. Alien 3 is not bad. Like it's The one thing that hurts it is that early CGI. So you have this... Mm-hmm. The xenomorph looking just awful, mm-hmm. chasing shit around, and just it, it takes away from it. But it's such a downer. I think people hated it so much because it, you, the opening scene, you're already like, I hate this movie, because like you mm-hmm. have Newt being dead, you have Hicks dead, and you have Ripley infected with a fucking alien. Yeah, and you're like, man, what the mm-hmm. fuck? And you're just automatically like pissed about it. But, mm. but it's not as bad as. Xenomorph slash Ripley clone playing basketball. Yeah, aww. <laughs> she's really good at basketball, and she's good at hitting people in the face. I forgot about that. With her acid boogers. You're a beautiful butterfly. Oh, that's, that's the best part of the movie. <laughs> so, Alien 4 is not a good movie, even remotely. No, it's not But I do good. like that part, yeah. What's oh, his who name? wrote that? Wasn't that Joss Whedon? Yeah, I'm not a Joss Whedon. I know. But yeah, I do like, what's his name? I forget who the game Billy is. Billy Crudup yes, or whatever. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Where he's like, a beautiful butterfly. It's the best part of the movie. <laughs> but it's I think a... you should see it. Mm-hmm. I am totally looking forward to Atomic Blonde. Yes, I Atomic Blonde. cannot wait. Mm-hmm. I would. I wanted to high five somebody when yeah. I saw the trailer. Because I don't watch trailers online. I just wait for the movie. I generally do too. Unless it's something cool like Star Wars. I didn't see the Star Wars trailer mm-hmm. until I saw Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Oh, wait, let's talk about Guardians of the Galaxy. Right? I liked it. I yeah. thought it was good. I don't think it was as good as the first one. There's mm-hmm. two different movies. But genuinely, I liked it. Um, what I disliked about it was Rocket. I just felt they made mm-hmm. Rocket totally an asshole for no apparent reason. And yeah. then, like, kind of made him turn it around. Mm-hmm. It just was stupid. There just wasn't a whole lot of Guardians of the Galaxy as a team mm-hmm. in it. I didn't like how Eros didn't know that Nebula was his, uh, mm. what, uh, niece when it comes down to it according to the infinite gauntlet which that actually didn't bother me too much i didn't like how quickly they moved the nebula uh gamora storyline around i wish they kind of yeah yeah. i wish they kind of would have let that uh simmer Mm -hmm. i did like i thought groot was funny yeah he reminded me of victor (laughs) i like when he's like taking everything but that little fin thing yeah um that was pretty funny um I did like the tape part. What like, yeah, who has tape? tape? Yeah, yeah. I thought it was it's funny. like you have a bomb and you're. Yeah. I liked it. Thought it tried a little bit too hard. I don't think there was enough music. <laughs> <laughs> there was too much. Just ramming down the fucking music. 
Makes me a bit worried about the third. I think the third will probably be good. Hopefully it evens I think out, it was so. a big setup movie, I think, was what it comes down to. Because, mm-hmm. like, why was Rocket Act there? There's just, like, some weird stuff going like on. Like, the Rocket thing, eh. Yardu, I liked. Oh, I thought um, Drax. I thought Batista was, was awesome. I thought he Batista, was really yeah, good. I really like Mantis. Yeah. He says I'm ugly. <laughs> you're pretty um, on the inside. Yeah, you're pretty on the inside. And yet Groot, like it's uh, what Groot the, is Groot. I can't. It's like, it, that, that was to sell action figures, I'm sure. It was, but, but the, I did like when when he like brings back like an eyeball and stuff. Yeah. Like that was kind of funny. I'm just saying, like the joke that sort of the self-referential joke of can I smash it with a rock? No, it's too damn cute. I was like, all right, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I dug and, it. Yeah, Galleon tomorrow or Monday. Yeah, you will have to let me know what you think because a lot oh. of people are. I I read us. A bunch of user, or user, whatever, mm-hmm. critics on IMDb, and someone had a, a, a numbered outline of why it was bad. Ah, and people tried People were like, why do you look into an alien pod, egg pod? You know it's going to jump out at you. I'm like, they didn't fucking know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't think I would be, like, sticking my head in there, but mm-hmm. you'd be like, well, what is it? Ugh, I don't know. I don't know what people want sometimes. That's the thing. It's, it's fan entitlement. Yeah. Uh, what I liked about it, and I, I want I, I am interested to see what you think. Um, I thought it had all the alien movies in it that like. Mm-hmm. There was parts I was like, oh, that remind me of aliens. That yeah. remind me of alien. Actually, kind of remind me of alien three. Uh, that's what I liked. About well, it. I shall see. And it is a direct sequel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what I will say. All right. Well, it's good. Okay. All right. Well. Trash South Street. I know. We're Facebook. already over an hour. Trash Facebook. Trash, face- trash Facebook on SouthStreet.com. <laughs> trash South Street on Facebook.com. Email us. Like us on um, iTunes. Write a review. Put some stars. Yeah. It'd be nice to have no, like, at least two people listen to this yeah. anymore, other than me and Lou. And um, that's about it. My kitty cat. Yeah, your kitty cat doesn't listen. Yeah, I don't think either. He doesn't care. Yeah. He's an old man. He is an old man. He's doing good though. Yeah. Puke today, but Yeah, his cats do. Yeah. Anyway, that's don't care about that. Yep. Catch you later. Check you later, dude.